Hello and welcome back to another episode of Lessons in Product Management. I'm your host, John Fontenot, and today's episode is brought to you by our sponsor, Path to Product. Path to Product helps aspiring product managers gain the product management experience that they need to land their first product management role. If you're looking to get into product management, click the link in the show notes and get started at pathtoproduct.io. And today we get to learn from Nico Espindola, product manager based out of Argentina. And Nico has a lot of great experiences with team building and building cohesive teams that function and operate really well. And so I wanted to bring Nico onto the podcast to share what he's learned and what he does to build cohesive, high-functioning product teams. This is Lessons in Product Management. Let's get started. So... Nico, um, before we get started, man, like, could, could you give a brief introduction of yourself and, and what you're doing today in product? Yes, yes. Okay. Uh, hi, John. Thanks for for this episode. I, I am very ner- nervous and also I'm very glad to be here with you. Uh, I am Nico. I live in, Ar- in Argentina. I have uh, 29 years old and I work in product for like seven years. I think this year will be seven years. I I am actually a product manager in a Costa Rica startup uh, that is developing some fintech products for uh, South and Central America. And uh, I I think it's it's a it's a very very important to to have podcasts to talk about product. Yes, we have a lot of all, all the topics and product is important because there are so much things to, to, to learn and to also to, to show and to, 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 to talk and to, to tell to the people. So I'm very glad to be here. Yeah, I'm, I'm very glad to have you. So Nico, today we wanted to talk about team building and I'm really excited to get your thoughts around this, having spent seven years in product and seen different dynamics of teams, but to, to kind of lay the foundation, how would how would you describe or define what team building means to you? Okay, very very good question. For me, team building it's a process, but it's not a, an static process. It's a constant process for you as a product manager or product leader. You have to be all the time thinking and and participating in team building process. And that is to to let the people have they, their spaces to work, to to give their 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 part. For example, in coding. For example, in design. For example, in quality assurance, marketing, and all that. But it's a process to 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 join the people in in a same vision, in a, the same strategy, in the same objectives. For example, OKRs, definition of none, all the things that in product are very common. So I think it's that it's a process that we, we, we don't we don't have to to see it like, okay, I am doing team building and, and I and schedule a meeting for tomorrow, for example, or next Monday and anything else. No, you have to be in a constant process of developing that uh, team building that uh, I don't know how to say it, like the team align it to a strategy, like I said, a vision or any of that. 
Yeah, I, I love that. I, I agree that a, a solid foundation for team building is understanding how to operate as a team and then making sure that the operation of that team is aligned to that thing that's bigger than execution, right? So the strategy, the OKRs, the vision, um, I think that's really key. Uh, in your experience, Nico, I guess whether it's from onboarding new em employees or team members or join you joining a new team, um, what have you found that works effectively to, to start building towards this, you know, team collaboration and, and alignment. Okay, okay. Yes, there are many things to do. And here nowadays, we have a lot of tools, for example, tools to, to do col uh, collaborating work in a virtual way. We have a lot of, of, of tools that allows us to do that, that type of things. But I think that the, the first part for me is to uh, take take the time to know ev everyone on your team and to know for me it's it's a very personal feeling but I think it's not knowing the name and the name of her or of his cat for example <laughs> no to, to say in a way you have to know what that peep that person likes what he, he dislikes what is for example its favorite movie what is his favorite or least less favorite book? What is the the way that they work? They are like very methodic and and they document everything and they they share it or they are they are they they want to focus and to be alone and to 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 develop and later uh, share the the pull request. For example, if we talk about depths, but as a product manager or a product leader, you have to take time to know the, the people in your team. In, 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 the, in, in the two examples that you say, if you are entering, entering a new startup company in a new team, or if you are a product manager and some new people uh, starts in your team, you have to take time to, to know the people and to know everything about them and maybe you can say or someone of the people that are here in this podcast maybe they think but what is the important of the importance of knowing the book or the favorite movie it's maybe it's not important for the release maybe it's not it's important for the sprint or the or, or the the framework they are using they are using but it's important for team building for knowing each other and in that way with time everyone in the team will be aligned to strategy vision objectives definition of done and all that that is the first point and the second point i think it's to embrace those who think differently as you yeah we as product managers product leaders we we more okay Sometimes, maybe it's all the time. You have to. We have to to be representing our team, and you, we have to to transmit them. For example, the objectives that the stakeholders are expecting, the metrics, the the revenue, the the usability, the daily active users, and all that. So maybe someone in your team, maybe him or, or her, can say, 
okay, but I, I am, I am not, I am not, I don't agree with you. This metric, for example, is not good for me because I work it in some place that it doesn't work because that and all and and this. So for team building and for knowing your team, you have to embrace people that think differently, and you have to to embrace that in a way that the people feel they feel that you are listening to them. It's it's not okay. You think differently, and you make you make them aside. No, for example, if we we, if we were in the office, or we, we no, okay. These people think differently, but that type of thoughts, that that type of vision that the, that people have, would be will be excellent. For example, in the future when the OKRs are not uh, progressing, for example, because that that people will say okay. Maybe we can do this. Maybe we can do that. So it's important to embrace and also to finish this question. Uh, you have to be uh, especially looking, especially for everyone else in the team, because sometimes the, the people that think differently in other people, they they don't feel uh, well with that. So you have to like like the the the. The, the example, no, that product managers are like octopus with the tentacles in in every in every in every part. You have to be very careful with this, so that dif that different type of thoughts, of thinking, it's good for everyone. Yeah, no, I, I love the two points you make because they they work really well together. Where in the first part, if you if you treat your coworkers or your direct reports as people and not just workers who get a job done, right? And you actually build a relationship with them. It, it goes against like traditional management philosophy, I think, but it, <laughs> yeah. it's true that we're people first who do a job, right? And so when you build that relationship with people, it helps you to be able to perform your job better and create that alignment. It gives you better opportunity to create the alignment like you had said. And then as you learn people and who they are as people, then you start think you start seeing how they think differently outside of work, which allows you to understand that they bring a new perspective into work. And so when they have different ideas than you, it's not because they don't like you or they think you're not smart or whatever. It's not personal. It's, it's not. It's, personal. Not. <laughs> it's just they think differently than you do. And that's a good thing. That's the kind of diversity we want in the workplace because you need diversity of thought to get to, to good outcomes. Yeah. And, and if you let me, I, I would like to, to tell a little short story. Go for about it. some someone that uh, with with her I I learned about thinking differently. So I was in a team in a startup. It was in the in the squad type. Like for example, if you if you someone here that is listening is reading or or read um, Inspired of Marty Kagan, they know about this the squads teams. So we were in a squad. It was the biggest squad in the startup. We were like ten people. Yes, 10, 10 people. And it was uh, a, a developer, a woman. Uh, today we are friends. We, we are we have a very special relationship because uh, we, we were in a in a meeting. I was presenting them, I was showing them the 
the objectives for next Q, next quarter. And she said, yeah, we were in a meeting in Google Meet and in, in the this in this type. And she she raised her hand, you no? Know? And she says, okay, but I am not agree, I I don't agree with you. This is this will not be good. Like I was okay, what happened? And she explained to me that it, it was not good because of this. And, and she gave me a lot of examples to 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 show uh, her point of view. So I, in that way, I, I started to learn about that. And this is a, a, this story is for this. When you think differently, not in your team, and you as a product manager or product leader with your stakeholders, for example, chief product officer, VP of product, you think differently, but you have to give some weight to that you can't just say okay i'm not agree with this uh, and, and all that no uh, finish meeting no explain give your thoughts give your experience give your history because maybe i we as leaders we are not seeing something that they are seeing so that is embracing the different thoughts yeah, no, I completely agree. And I, I think it, it goes back to your original point, right? If, if you have that personal relationship and you know that like outside of work, you get along and, and you understand each other and, and you know that you're people, right, with actual lives, then it makes you more comfortable to speak up in those scenarios where you do disagree because you're, you're really all as a team just trying to get to the right outcome, right? In most times, when people push back, it's not for political reasons or because they don't like you. It's it's just because they want to get to the right outcome and they think you're going about it incorrectly. So I, I completely agree with that. Um, you know, one of my favorite quotes from um, oh, uh, Ralph Waldo Emerson. I think I told you this when we talked before. Is yeah. every person is superior to me in some way, and in that way, I should like to learn from them. And I think that applies to what you're saying, right? Is that just because your title's greater or as a PM, we're, we're the decision maker, right? But it doesn't mean that we have the right answer. And it's, it's our job to make sure we go get the right inputs to make the right decision. And those inputs come from everyone else that we work with. So I, I completely agree yeah. with that. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. It's, it, it's, it's good. And, it, and it's also a, benef a benefit because when you have to... When you have to say something that is difficult, for example, that someone in your team is not performing well, yeah, that is the part we as as PMs or product leaders we don't like to do. <laughs> it's very difficult. But if you if you spend time knowing your people, the people in your team, it will be. I think I am very optimistic in my, my personal life. So this is the way. I think it will be a little less difficult. If you spend time knowing that people, because you, you will have another type of of trust. No, you, mm -hmm. you can say the way the, the, the things in another way. So that is also good because we 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 as leaders we also have to to say when some people is not in the right track or is not performing well, because it affects the, the all the team, other people. Yeah, absolutely.
Nico, this is this has been a great conversation, my friend. Uh, before we go, what, what's what's some parting advice you would give to somebody listening and who may be thinking, you know, I don't really have a good personal relationship with my coworkers. What what would be advice you would give to them to get started? Okay, this is uh, an advice. <laughs> Maybe the scrum masters will not like it. <laughs> no, it's a, it's a joke. It's a joke. But in in some teams I worked with, they are they were big teams, and we have a lot of things to talk. We we implemented something that is called category. Yeah, we have the daily, the daily stand up where everyone talk about what they did, what they will do, and if if they have a blocker. So we started to when to to not lot to to for not lo- losing time. The people, uh, when they finish to to tell about what they do, they say something that it was previously previously selected in a category. For example, what is your favorite horror movie? For example, or what is your favorite romantic book? So, for example, me, I would say yesterday I I did I do this. Today I will do this. And, for example, love and purchase. And the next people start. Maybe it's, it's something very, very, very small, but start to, with this, to, to know the people and to, to, like we said in this episode, to, to know them, to spend time with them, will help you in the future to bring, for example, um, more objectives that are bigger or they are seemingly more difficult for, for the team. Yeah, no, I love that. And it's such a, such a small way to get started. And I, so I love that advice where in, in daily standup, you just learn something about someone, just one thing new every day that you learn about them. A little and, fact, and, just a little yeah. fact. Exactly. Yeah. And, and that, that opens up other conversations you can have. Oh, your favorite horror movie is, is this. I watched, I watched that. What was your favorite part? And and then you start having these nice segues into personal conversations that lead to more uh, personal relationships, friendships at work. So I think that's great advice. Well, Thanks, Nico, I, I appreciate you coming on, man. Uh, I, I love learning from everyone I get to speak to. I, I've loved our conversations and, and this one today. So, uh, so thanks for joining me. And, uh, you know, I, I appreciate you sharing. Thanks for your, this opportunity. For me, it was very important and it, it was a, a great talk. Bye, John. Hey, I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, make sure you like and subscribe if you're watching on the YouTube channel. If you're watching on the, or if you're listening on the podcast, make sure that you rate and review and subscribe or follow if you haven't already. And uh, thanks for joining me this week and we'll see you next week for another lesson in product management.